Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into another edition of The List Podcast, brought to you by ReliBank and the Man Salon. Of course, I am yours truly, Jeff Turn, at JTESPN. You can track me down on Twitter at any point to debate these lists. And normally we bring someone on to debate such lists, but today it's just going to be a statement. I'm telling you who the top 10 free agents are for the 2023 NBA class as we wind down the NBA Finals and we turn our attention to the draft and said free agency It's interesting to look around the league and see how some of the complexities of certain teams will change, how maybe the East and the West will look a lot different, and how the teams that will be eventually competing for NBA Finals a year from now may be directly impacted by what's going to happen over the next month or so. The list brought to you by Reliabank. Check them out in Hartford, Humboldt, T, Sioux Falls, and anywhere else you can find a wonderful Reliabank, you will be treated to a wonderful banking experience, reliabank.com. Listen, home loans, business loans, you need to bridge that gap between your current deal and your next deal. The great people at Bank can help you out with that. I could have a laundry list of reasons why you should bank with Bank. Try them out yourself. Get a new checking or savings account today, reliabank.com. All right, I'm going to go 10 through 1. Now, I'm going to tell you there's some on the, there's some dudes on the outside looking in that Numbers-wise, maybe you would say, all right, they need to be in the top 10. But I'm going to tell you for two reasons why I think my top 10 was compiled how it is. Number one, value, what I'm expecting the market to look like, and what I'm projecting the numbers to look like. Because what said numbers were in 2022 and 2023 may be significantly different or be marginalized based on how much money they're making a year from now. Like you take a guy like Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, he averaged almost... 22 points per game, 7.2 rebounds per, 3.7 assists, shot 44% from the field, 33% from beyond the arc. His earnings a year ago were $13 million. It's going to be more as he hits free agency. And I don't expect those numbers to jump up significantly. Plus, Kyle Kuzma's only been on losing teams. He's never really been a part of like the, the reason why a team is winning. And on the Wizards, hasn't been great. You know, they, they shipped him out a part of the, the deal we saw a year ago. And so I, I just feel like Kuzma, in a sense, is one of those guys that gets numbers, but is he the solution for a winning team? We'll have to wait and see, but that's one reason why I still think he's a good player. I have him on the outside looking. Jacoperto with Toronto. Guy can clog up the middle, 12 points per, gets after it, almost averages a double-double. Shoots over 62% from the field, 59% from the free throw line, makes about $10 million a year ago. That number probably will go up as well. D'Angelo Russell, at moments, looks like dude should be making, you know, the $31 million that he made a year ago, no problem. But then there's those games that he lags off, and so that's why you have the numbers where they are, 17.8 points per game, 3.0 rebounds per 6.2 assists. Jordan Clarkson, another guy that I think is – very valuable if you need a scoring punch, but is he the, the reason why teams win? I would say probably no. Cam Johnson, restricted free agent. Gary Trent Jr., a marksman from beyond the arc. He's got a player option. Made $17 million a year ago. Harrison Barnes is another guy that Sacramento loves for his leadership. The numbers have dwindled a little bit, 15 points per game. Was making $18 million a year ago. Bruce Brown's really made himself some money with the Denver Nuggets. Russell Westbrook's going to be a free agent. Josh Hart, he already said he's going to opt out probably of that player deal, player option 
He'd like to come back to New York if the price is right. Nas Reed, dude, I love Nas Reed. Like, Nas Reed would be one of those, like, 10 to 14 guys for me based on what it's going to cost and what he brings to the table. God, I'd love to see him back in Minnesota. Christian Wood maybe outplayed uh, some of the expectations that some might have had for him. Rui Hachimura, restricted free agent, think he's going to be back in L.A. God, did he come on strong down the stretch, especially in the playoffs, hitting some big threes for the Lakers. Really a big part of that. Dylan Brooks, the, the Memphis Grizzlies, he said, we don't want anything to do with you moving forward. What's his market going to look like? Some of the names they'll see on the outside looking in. But let's start with number 10. And I think the 10th best free agent in the 2023 summer class is one Brooke Lopez. Arguably defensive player of the year. One of those guys that has been able to evolve his game with the way that the league has changed. Shooting 37.4% from beyond the arc. Only made $13 million a year ago. 15.9 points per game. God, that would be a great fit alongside Anthony Davis in LA, wouldn't it? I mean, in and out, interchangeable with AD. Man, I'd love that if I'm a Lakers fan. Many other teams would as well. And he may end up back in Milwaukee. But listen to this. Career earnings for Brooke Lopez, $158 million. At number nine, I have Chris Paul. And going to be eventually waived here by the Suns. June 28th, I think, is the date for that. $28 million a year ago. But the numbers, God, for $28 million, you got 14 points per, a little over four rebounds. Almost nine assists. Rumors that he's going to want to go to one of the LA places or some somehow come back like we see in the NFL, a restructured deal to land back in Phoenix. Um, 38-year-old, though, 39-year-old next year. What, what, what do you get from that when you could go for maybe a cheaper option at point guard? Maybe you decide that your team, in the case of the Lakers, can get by with LeBron being the point again. Um, maybe you bring back Austin Reeves, which we're going to get to here in a second. Uh, whoever it is, I, I just feel like for the price of what it's going to cost for Chris Paul, ugh, it's a tough one. Now, if you told me you had to choose Kyrie or Chris Paul, I'm going to take probably Chris Paul. He can't double dip on that salary. But from a talent standpoint, if you have money, CP3 is farther down on my list than Kyrie. At number eight, this name might surprise some people. But a year ago, he averaged twenty over 20 points per game, four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. 47% from the field, 40% from three-point range. Who is that, you say? Well, Jeremy Grant. Like, this dude just keeps getting better. Way up scoring-wise. You know, it's one of those things that we go back to with, like, a Kyle Kuzma, though. Is it contributing to the winning? Because the Blazers were not good. But Jeremy Grant had great season. Is he the guy that you believe can turn your team to the next level? Because you're going to have to pay for it, considering those numbers. Again, the list brought to you by Mansalon. Check them out, themansalon.net. You want to be an entrepreneur, have your own franchise, check them out. They have opportunities to franchise right now. Could be the career you're looking for, themansalon.net. Remember, with, with ReliBank and the Mansalon, we have giveaways on social media, so check it out at JTESPN. At number seven, I got Draymond, and I'm never a huge Draymond fan. He's got that player option, $25 million a year ago. I mean, dude. This is one of those things where it's like the numbers aren't great, but he contributes to winning. It's like the complete opposite of what you may have a conversation with with regards to Jeremy Grant and to Kyle Kuzma. Look at these numbers. Eight and a half points per game, 7.2 rebounds per 6.8 assists per game, 52% from the field, 30% from three. Like Those don't blow you away in any sense, but somehow he's number seven on my list. 
And I was looking at hoopsive.com. They had him at number six. They actually have him higher than I do. But it's the it's the opposite of what we talk about with Kuzma and with Grant. He contributes so much to the winning there in Golden State. It's interesting to see how it works with Golden State, what they ultimately end up doing. And, you know, they got a new member of the front office that's going to be making decisions now. And so I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how Draymond Greed fits into all of that and how the money eventually stacks up on that as well. Chris Dobbs Porzingis is number six. Like you just keep saying, it's it's he's going to get back to the unicorn, right? And I mentioned hoops. They had him at number three. Player option, and he might opt into that. Uh, best season in a long time. You know why? Because dude wasn't on the IR all the time. You know? But again, great numbers on a bad team. 23 points per, 8.4 rebounds per contest, a couple assists. Shot almost 50% from the field. Uh, up over 35, almost up to 39% from three-point range. He's made a ton of money. Does, does he continue to chase the dollars on bad teams? Or does he decide, I want to be on a really good team and I may have to take some less money? That means not opting into the player option because the Washington Wizards ain't going to be bleep this year. So what do you want to do when you're Kristaps Porzingis and you've made upwards of $110 million in your career? And you're still going to make good money. I'm just saying, like, what, what, is the, what is the end goal there for you, right? Like, what, what do you think you need to do? Number five, another guy that contributes so much to winning, and the numbers aren't going to blow you away, but you're going to go, dude, how can a guy that averages 13 points per contest be at number five on your list? Because he was a flat-out dog down the stretch. And it's such a big part of the reason why the Lakers didn't fold when LeBron got hurt at the end. Him and AD were the offensive catalysts for that Lakers team. I think that at, at some point, you know, you're, you're going to have to figure out, the Lakers-wise, what you're going to do. But Austin Reeves is a restricted free agent, and he is a young stud at the guard position. 13 points per game, 3.0 rebounds per contest, a little over 3.5 assists, 52% from the field, 39% from three-point range. Dude only made $1.5 million last year his career earnings are under three he's gonna make that uh, by the time he he, he he sneezes at that new contract dude's gonna get flat out paid right whatever it is long-term deal they're gonna work out something eventually austin reeves though flat out baller love everything about his game cares about the game you could tell where's his heart on his sleeve value wise future production wise this is like the epitome of my list right here i have austin reeves at number five up to number four Fred Van Vliet, another guy that just the passion and the winning comes along with it. I love everything about this man's game. I think he is so special. He's made about $60 million in his career, $21 million a season ago. Player option, almost 20 points per. He can do everything, though. And he is he's just a confident basketball player that plays both ends, can shoot the three, 35% a year ago. 40% from the field, averaged almost 20 points, as I said, four rebounds, 7.2 assists. Like, you want a true, gritty point guard that isn't 35, 37 years old? Sign me up for Fred Van Vliet. Love everything about his game. Again, the List Podcast brought to you by ReliBank and The Man's Line. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Make sure you like, subscribe there. We appreciate that. The List usually have a guest that argue with me, but today I just want to lay out the free agents as we get towards the summer. At number three, I got Chris Middleton. Stay healthy, man. Stay healthy. You know, just heard he had surgery. Stay healthy. Player option there. Make it $37 million a year ago. But when you average 15 points per, that's not enough, dude. Like, he is a older Andrew Wiggins. That's what he is. 
His numbers are identical to like what people criticized Wiggins for. I always just kept saying, Middleton is Wiggins. Wiggins is Middleton. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. A great Ace Ventura reference there. But injuries, injury play campaign. When he's when he's healthy, both sides of the ball, one of the best swingmen in the league. Uh, very, very good compliment to Giannis. But listen, hasn't been healthy. Another surgery this offseason. If I'm him, I opt into the player option. I'm going to make more money there probably than the open market because people are going to be scared about my injury, but I still think he's a top three player amongst these free agents. And then it comes down to Kyrie and Harden. Like, who do you want to go two and one? I'm going to put Kyrie at two just because of the off-court drama. You know, if I'm getting fat Harden, I'd put him at two, but I don't think I'm going to get fat Harden. We'll get to that in a second. Kyrie can be a headache, and maybe LeBron is the guy that gets to him and it doesn't become a problem. But listen, you don't know that. You can't guarantee that. And so it's a concern for me. If I am signing Kyrie, I have some sort of backup plan financially with the deal because I just can't trust the guy. But when he plays good, he plays really good, man. 27 points per, five rebounds, five and a half assists, 49% for the field, 38% from three, made $35 million a year ago. I would like to see Kyrie Irving, like every other basketball player, every other teammate of his, every other person that likes him and, and that loves the game to just play basketball because he's really good at it. But everything else comes with it. And that's why I got Harden at number one. You know, whether it's the Ramona Shelburne, uh, you know, piece that says maybe Phoenix involved, maybe back to Houston. You know, he has this player option where he can opt in and make a boatload of money next year. Or he can get another, you know, two-year deal, three-year deal and make a bunch of money as well. He's been able to figure out how to distribute the basketball, leading the league in assists, uh, 10 and a half, 10.7 assists per game. And then you saw a couple of those games against Boston. He could lead you offensively. But then you had some of those lulls and other ones when Embiid was back. I don't know what the best situation is for Harden, but I do think of the class that's out there right now. James Harden, still at his age, is the best player available in the 2023 class. Here's 10 through 1 one more time on the List Podcast. Again, I'm Jeff Turn at JTESPN. They're on Twitter. You can react to this list. At number 10, Brooke Lopez. At number 9, CP3. Chris Paul, at number eight, Jeremy Grant, at number seven, Draymond Green, at number six, Chris Stapps Porzingis, at number five, the value of all of it, Austin Reeves. The guy's made less than $3 million in his career. It's crazy. Fred Van Vliet at number four, Chris Middleton at number three, Kyrie Irving at number two, and James Harden at number one. That's going to do it for the top free agents of the 2023 class. We'll see where they go. Ultimately, some of them opt in, opt out, and what the free agency class looks like in a month will be a lot different than what it looks like today the list brought the list podcast again brought to you by Reliant bank and the man salon check them out at reliabank.com and the man salon.net it's another page is turned here on the list until next time y'all be well hopefully we all